Hey, what's going on, everybody? And we are back with another episode of Legacy's Journey, where we talk about creating what outlives you. Of course, I'm your host, Cameron Williams, owner of Kinley Consulting, where we focus on strategic financial growth for marketing agencies. So, A, they can live that dream life that they're working so hard, but B, not be a slave to their business. And we just do that through CFO services. So, all right, y'all know we always looking for the best guests. So, this this guy right here, right? I, I I ain't gonna say I know him. I've seen him in action though, and this is a guy that brings the family with him while he's growing, reinvesting back into himself and his business. So we got on here, big guy Reno, owner of Works HQ. So I'm gonna, of course, let him explain who he is, what he does, how long he's been in business, and then we're gonna jump into some good stuff. You got the floor, man. Oh, thank you very much. I like the big Reno. That's awesome. I may adopt that. Um, all right. Well, uh, my name is Reno Pace. Uh, I am currently living in Utah and I got started in digital marketing uh, back in 2013. Uh, my wife and I were in a network marketing company. We used social media marketing uh, to really skyrocket ourselves, uh, became a top leader very quickly within a couple of months. We did that for a couple of years and realized that it wasn't the promise that was promised to us. And so we decided to leave that industry entirely and go create something for ourselves. Um, so the next step for us was my wife uh, was in the beauty industry prior to us doing network marketing, and uh, she wanted to learn microblading. So for those of you who don't know, microblading is like eyebrow tattooing and she started her own client-based business and we took our social media marketing skills that we had applied in network marketing and just transitioned and started doing it for service for services in our local area. Um, within, I think it was 45 days. Um, we had her fully booked out three months in advance, I believe. Um, again, jumped back up to five figures a month. Um, and quickly realized that what we were doing was not, and again, this was almost eight years ago. So now I know social media has changed and, and things that worked then don't work now. And it's, it's an ever evolving thing. I get it. Um, but we realized that people in, in like brick and mortar, like service businesses weren't using digital marketing and social media marketing to the extent that they could. Right. Um, so we, uh, grew that company and we actually still own that company today, still run it uh, profitably today. So here it is eight years running and we branched off from doing services to education. And so then we started teaching microblading and in 2018, my wife had um, our second son and didn't like the hustle and grind of our studio because we had six beds, we had employees, we had assistants and she's just like, I don't, want to be tied to this building and going up there 10 hours a day. Um, wow. And so she's like, we're going to close it down. And to my astonishment, I was like, well, what are we going to do? You're like the breadwinner, right? Like I'm the one in the background, like building the websites and like doing the marketing stuff. But like, this is what we do. And she yeah. was like, why don't you just do what you do for me? But like, go do it for other people. I was like, that's actually not a bad idea. So um, that's, that's where I transitioned in uh, 2018 to doing the digital marketing services that I had been doing for her for years that worked to now taking on clients. And um, in that time period, I kind of gritted my teeth and 
I guess, built my my name on funnel design. Um, I worked, well, I didn't work at ClickFunnels, but I was hired by Russell Brunson and ClickFunnels to design funnel templates. We worked on a couple of campaigns with them. And I believe two or three years ago, kind of transitioned from ClickFunnels to high level. Um, and now that's the platform we use. Um, but currently what we mostly focus on for small businesses um, is marketing campaigns through social media ads, follow-up campaigns through email, um, and really business consulting. And that's kind of where I've, I've transitioned in this last couple of years. So business consulting, social media ads, email marketing, he knows funnels. And did y'all see how he just casually threw out, you know, Russell Branson's name? Just, you know, you know, we just, you know. I got it slightly name drop, just a little bit to a little, a little credibility. That's all I'm trying to get is just a little credibility. You know, see, you see why I said big Reno. Big Reno. Big Reno. Yeah. All right, cool. So, okay, let's. So, obviously, you can say that your wife was really instrumental in. I don't know if you want to say pushing you or encouraging you to start this, but I think we both know, like, as business owners, of course, there's your ups and downs. So, because oh, yeah. this wasn't your idea per se, like, when it got rough, like, what were those conversations like? Because I know, with me at least, there's sometimes where at the beginning, not too much now but at the beginning i was like is this even worth it like are you sure this is a smart idea you know how did that work with you guys um well she's always been one to encourage uh me i've been a a a wannabe entrepreneur ever since i was uh, 12 like i was slinging things on ebay i was doing like the the classified ads when I was like nine trying to like, you know, sell things through classified ads. Cause that's what I saw on late night TV type of things. Um, but it's interesting because when we started that network marketing company, um, two months in, we left our, our jobs. I mean, we were both working together at that time, full time. Um, we both left our jobs. Um, she left a month before me. I left right at the end of the year in 2012. And we have, Ever since 2012, um, we worked from home. We worked from ourselves. So this was even pre our kids, and our kids have never known me not to be home. My kids have never known my wife not to be home, other than when she would run up and do clients. Like, okay, I get that. But we owned the business. Um, you know, we weren't working for somebody else. But when when times have gotten tough, and there have there have been times. Um, in the first couple of years of not only starting a client business, but then starting this, you know, marketing business, there was times when, you know, we were pushing the limit of, are we going to make our bills this month? Are we going to make it? Is it going to, is it going to work out? And we've, we've uh, both had each other's backs and she's always been like, this is what I feel like we need to do. This is the direction we need to go. And no matter what happens, we will always figure it out. You know, there's been times where it's like, okay, we're putting this bill on a credit card because we just can't make it. And then it's like next month, you know, two big client projects come on. It's like, oh, okay, made it, right? So, yeah, she's she's like, oh, thank God. Yes, like it came through, right? Right. Um, But, it, you know, and as every entrepreneur, at least from my experience with uh, people I've I've chatted with, like there's, there's a time where it's like, do I go get a job? Right. Like, is this this the, is this the thing? Like, is this the point where I have to like realize and accept like, this isn't going to work. And like, I have to go get a job. And every, I've asked myself that a couple of times through my career. 
And every time I ask myself that question, it's always, is that going to put me in a situation that I want to be in? And yes, it may be tough now, but am I then going to be able to see my kids as much as I see them? Am I going to be able to do the things I want to do, you know, with my kids, with my family, but also professionally? Yeah. And obviously I always answer no. And it's like, okay, we'll, we'll figure it out. Like, we'll not go out to eat for two months if we have to. Like, what if, we'll do, we'll do what we got to do. And she's always on board. She's always on board. She's like, okay, like put that bill on a credit card. We'll figure it out next month. Like tomorrow's another day or, you know, we'll stop doing this and we'll make it work. So yeah. she's definitely been the supportive beam in, in those aspects. So then how does she help now? Cause I guess since she said it was flipped. So at first she was kind of running it and then you handled all the background versus mm-hmm. now like it's your company. You're the one, everybody knows you, but I'm sure if she's anything like mine, which it sounds like they're super close. They may be twins. I don't know. <laughs> but it sounds like, is it like, does she have a client experience or market research maybe or HR? Like, how does she help now? Um, so she helps on the branding side. So if any of my clients come on and they need help with branding, she's phenomenal at branding. It's what she loves to do. Um, she has a real passion for it and a real eye for it. She'll jump on and she'll help really consult technically kind of by my side or even in place of me, because honestly, she's way better at branding than I am. Um, She'll come on and really walk them through a branding process Mm -hmm. and, you know, figuring out their messaging and their positioning and their colors and their logos and like all the stuff that branding is, right? Um, I will say that that's not consistent, like an everyday thing. Um, But what she does now is she actually goes and looks for partnerships for us to partner with. And so she's looking for other... um, you know, coaches or course creators or people in the business industry. She's really focused on like the course side because that's where we kind of cut our teeth with, um, you know, building her microblading course. Like we really understand the course education side. And so she goes and looks for um, either close friends or contacts or just, you know, connections that she either has or other friends have. And she's looking to build those partnerships. So not so much on people hiring us to do that, but us really coming in taking a, a part ownership of the company, but then really being invested in helping whoever that person is really connect with their audience and their, and their members and their students and growing it into something that we can then turn around and say, okay, we were a part of that. Like we, we had a hand in that. So that's where she's really focused now is, is helping some of those partnerships that we have. So then that means I have two. So she has the course, which is one mm-hmm. business. And then yep. you have the agency, and then the branding is just under. Yep. See, look at that. So, yeah, okay, that's awesome. So, yep. technically, y'all got two businesses now. Yeah. Yep. That's what's up. All right, cool. Yep. Okay. So, now, how about this one? So, okay, you mentioned earlier you got two kids. So, let's talk about that. Like, what are some of the things that you guys do to connect? Because I know when we were in Costa Rica, which, by the way, shout out to TCS. If you're not going, go next year. Best conference ever. If nothing else, because the food is just. How do you beat Costa Rica? Like, oh my gosh, you can't beat it. But yeah, go just for that. Just the location and the food. Not only the people and the event, but. How you can eat food. Yes. Um, But okay, so I saw you with the boys, um, of course, Mm -hmm. because we did ATVs, right? And so, I mean, you could. I'm trying to paint the picture for y'all. So, literally, they have one kid apiece. 
And I mean, the boys are into it. They're yelling, they're running all on the beach and everything. And it was such a beautiful sight to see. So like, what are some of the things since we can't ATV on the beach here? What are some of those things that you guys try to do like consistently so that they know like, all right, I'm going to have this to look forward to with dad or what are some of those things? Um, so we do a couple of things. Um, I think the first thing that really, and, and this is, this is a learning process, but like no means have we figured it out. Oh, this me. is just what is currently working for us because I'll tell you kind of where we started and what we tried that didn't work for us. Again, not saying that it doesn't work for others because it clearly does. But in the beginning, we tried to keep our businesses and our life separate, meaning that, okay, we would set very strict hours on working, which I do think is very important. And we do that in a way still. Um, but then it was, okay, now this is very strictly family time. And, you know, this is what we go do with the, the kids. Right. And we always some, and, and, you know, maybe my wife and I are weird this way, but always at the end of like the day or during dinner, like business conversations would just like naturally come up and it's just like a never ending thing. Never. And we took a lot of stress of like, why can we just not talk about business? And it's like, that's our life. Like, that's what we do, right? Like, yeah. Our business is our life. So we quit trying to separate them and we really combine them, right? And we take our kids on our business trips. We will go to meetings. We'll meet with clients in person if you're here locally. Half the time our kids are there and they're sitting at the table. And it's like, this is what we do. This is how we are. And our kids are just a part of that, right? And we try to include them as much as possible to say, this is, this is life. Like, this is how we operate as a family. Again, I'm not saying this is going to work for everybody because I know it won't. Just as like trying to separate them didn't work for us, but I do know it works for others very well. And in doing that, we found that we're not as stressed. And my kids now know it's like, hey, I have to go do a Zoom call, right? Right? Like, like right now, my kids have walked in a couple times, and I just like point, and they're like, "Got it, Dad's on a call." Right? Um, but there's times they'll walk in, and I'm still on a call, and like depending on what it is, it's like, okay, you can come walk around because it's okay. Um, and it's like, when we go to TCS, like, of course we're going to feed the boys, like Costa Rica, great food. It's an amazing environment for kids to be in. Like, why would I not bring them? Right. And it's like, and even my son came and listened to two speakers. Cause one was, um, now I'm going to forget his name, Peterson, the football player. It's like, my kid is into football right now. So I'm like, got to come listen to this NFL player speak. And he's like, I'm there. Right. And so like, like we're trying to include it and make it be one and say, this is our life, not trying to separate them. And that's, that's just what's worked for us. Again, not saying it's going to work for everyone. Um, but in trying to still move along of, Hey, this is family time. Um, you know, I do have a pretty hard stop at the end of the day. Um, around six, again, you know, give or take about a half hour that yeah. at six, it's like, okay, I disconnect. I walk out of the office and it's like, Hey boys, what are you doing? Let's go play catch. Let's work on, you know, baseball drills or football drills. Like we make time to do things with the boys. Yeah. Even, you know, later on after they go to bed, I may come back and like answer some more emails or like, depending on the project, may have to finish some things up. Right. Yeah. But it's, it's never a, like, try to keep them separate. And we always are trying pretty intentional in trying to do something with the boys at least once a week that's outside of the house right like we're gonna go to like the nickel cade right and like just spend time or 
you know, last week um, we went camping for a week and a half and, you know, we had mobile internet. So it's like I could get on for a couple hours every day and, and work. But then it was like after 12 or one o'clock in the afternoon, it's like, okay, work's done. Like we're going to go, we toured Yellowstone. We went up to Montana. We went to like a, a, a ghost city, like a haunted, you know, city that was close to there and like walked around the buildings. And it's like, yeah, the kids see me working and yeah, I can work mobily, but we're still making it very intentional to like go do things that have nothing to do with work that we can spend time as a family. And same with like us as a relationship, as a husband and wife. Um, we're not great at this. Yeah. It's like, we're not great at this and we're still working on trying to do this. Um, we, we promised ourselves we're going to do this once a week to like go on a date. We're like once every three weeks right now. So we're trying to like improve that. But again, like it's just a continual thing of like, we're trying to just get better. Right. And so, you know, we're trying to put the kids in their activities first, you know, and, and, you know, my wife and I having our dates, um, again, trying to improve. We're not perfect. Uh, trying to get up to once a week, uh, but we'll get there. So just being yeah. intentional. And I think trying not to uh, exclude them and keep them separate, but, just combine them has worked very, very well for us. See, I never thought of that. I guess to your point, I always try to keep it separate. Like, like you said, once I go to the gym, I'm off, get home around seven ish. All right. This is now family time. But so does this mean you homeschool? We don't Nope. Our kids go to, um, they go to one goes to a, a charter school. Um, and one goes to a public school. Um, so <laughs> right now they're on summer break. Um, so Probably, yeah. if you guys hear them in the background, it's them in the entire neighborhood that comes over and plays Xbox all day. So I apologize, but like, that's just, it is what that's, it is at this point. Yep. I like that though. I never thought of, I mean, I guess when I bring them on the trip, I try to merge, but I'm just thinking on a normal day-to-day basis. Like no. they'll come in here, but I don't think that's the same no. as what you're getting at. Well, and, and it's interesting um, since we've kind of combined them again, it's been about a, a year since we were like, we're not going to stress or maybe a, a year and a half or so of trying to keep them separate and we're just going to let it be what it is and it, it combine it. And my older son, who's nine, um, has now come in numerous times and he's like, dad, can you teach me what you do? Can you like show me how to design websites? And so like, now I'm like teaching him how to use high level to like build websites. Right. Mm. And when we were, when we were uh, at, nine. at nine, he wants to learn. He's like, what do you do? And this is what I do. And he's like, how much do you charge? Granted, the money that I charge was like very enticing to him. He's like, oh, I'm going to be the richest kid on the block. But but he's like, he's still wanting to learn, right? And right. when we were in uh, that, that ghost city in, in Montana, um, we stopped by a, a jeweler and they were mining jewels. So like emeralds and rubies and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he was talking to the lady and like, he brought it all up. He's like, how much could I sell this for outside of here? And she's like, Oh, like about three times, like what we sell it for. And he's like, all right, I'll take two. And he's like bought two emeralds. And so now we're helping him like list it on eBay and Facebook marketplace. And like, he's starting to just get this like little like business entrepreneurial bug, which is but, like, good. yeah. Which is like right up our alley. Cause it's what, what, like what we do, but it's interesting now like we're starting to see those effects of him like attending our meetings and going to like the business conversations that we have with friends and family and, you know, other connections and, and he's finding interest in it. And it's, it's really interesting and I just love it that it's kind of coming together that way. 
So is that what you would hope, I guess, is that what you would hope to leave for them? Just the ability to think that big, like, oh, wow, I could I can make money doing this. I don't have to go this traditional route. Or is it just I just want to expose him to everything and hope that he picks the business? Like, how do you approach that? Um, our our big uh, thing that we really raise the boys on is just we want you to have as much perspective and experience as possible mm-hmm. and then let you choose. Right. Like, I, I feel like as as parents, at least for us, it's how do we expose our kids to as much as possible? That's obviously safe and, and morally and ethically, right? Like, you know, right. but that's not the traditional method that everybody else may teach you, right? Like, I know entrepreneurship, granted, it's more common now than it was, but I know entrepreneurship is not the, you know, like main path. Like, it's go to school, go to college, find a job, get a career, go up the corporate ladder, like, type of thing, right? But if that's what he wants to do, like by all means, I will support him. I just want him to know that there are other options and what those options could be. And then when the time comes, like you choose what you feel is best for you, but I want you to know that there's other ideas and there's other options. So then one okay. is not always better. So if at 18, he says, dad, I'm ready to get in the business. Cause I know you're going to give it to me one day and I want to take it over at 18, just graduated high school, hasn't gone to college. You tell him what? Let's go. Without going to college. Yeah. I mean, I have a master's degree in business development and uh, marketing. I have yet to have one client ever ask what my education was. Right? And the only, and this may be controversial, and I apologize. I'm not saying that schooling and college is right for everyone. Um I went and got a degree because it was a dream of mine because I was, I believe the first or one of the first within my entire family to get a master's. So not a bachelor's, but a master's. And I don't believe that college is right for everyone. My wife doesn't have a college degree. I know because I got a master's and I got a bachelor's that she could run a business better than 90% of the people coming out of a bachelor's degree because she's done it. She's done it for years. She's created multiple six and a seven figure business. She has the experience, right? And that's the beautiful thing with like what we do with digital marketing is, and it's kind of the catch 22. It's like kind of sad because anybody can do it, but it's also the great thing that anybody could do it, right? right? Like there are plenty of people that try to take advantage and scam and like, I get it. And I'm not in support of that in any means or by any you know way. But if you have the experience, and the only way he's going to get experience is if he wants to try at 18. So I'm not going to obviously hand the business over to him. But it's like, great, you can start coming to more meetings. Like you can start walking through our entire process of like, how do we market ourselves internally? How do we onboard a client? How do we build a website? How do we build a marketing campaign? How do we do email campaigns? Like start teaching him all the stuff. And then how do we turn around and now apply that to get our clients results? And start teaching him the business. So at one day, he can either take it over or he can run out and go start his own business, right? Like maybe he wants to, um, like he's a really big gamer, right? Like he loves games, like I'm assuming most kids right now. Um, But it's like, okay, if that's what you want to do, how can you apply like these business concepts of like, how do you get in front of more people who are your target audience? How do you reach them with the right message at the right time? Like, how do you take the stuff that I'm doing but now apply it to your interest. And like, that's what I hope he takes from it. So good. Yeah. 
But again, See, if he decides he wants to go to school, we have a college fund for him that he can use it for that. Like, and granted, there are certain degrees, like if you want to go into medicine or a lawyer or architecture, like you have to go to school, right? And like, those are things you should absolutely 100% do, no questions asked. I get it. But depending what your interests are, schooling may not be the best option to get to where you want to go. And I guess this is so interesting for me because being as how I got three kids with the oldest two being girls, I always think about that because I'm like, who can teach you better than me? Like, I know your teacher right. style better than anybody. You know, right. I know how to communicate with you. I'm the owner. I know how we do what we do. So I've always wondered, like, if they said they didn't want to go and they just want to come in, how would I handle that? Would I still make them go? Like, do I believe... To your point, is there some type of intrinsic value to going to college? Or could I legit just teach you everything and you'd be fine? Because to your point, I don't think I've had a client. I'm really thinking hard. Like, hey, what what degrees do you have? Like, they may say, who have you helped that's like me? Exactly. Exactly. And that's the question. It's not the same question. Right. So. Yeah. Wow, that's good. Okay. Okay. But I would say that... um, you know, and I have chatted with a few friends who were considering going to college. And it's like, well, before you decide, again, I'm not against college. I'm against college if, like, you're going to college just to say, hey, I have a degree. Like, then I'm against it because it's, I think you could have a better experience and gain more um, life lessons by maybe shadowing somebody, right? Like, maybe you go be an apprentice with somebody and, like, learn the business right? or learn what it is they really do. Yeah, like my, I I was pre med before I like before I transitioned into you know my my bachelor's degree in science I was pre med, so I was going to go to medical school I wanted to be an orthopedic surgeon, and like that's that was my route right and I went and shadowed a doctor and chatted with him and he was like, just so you know if you get into this field, you're going to deal with this this and this which is a lot of legal issues you're going to be sued numerous times you have to handle all this and it's like. I want to help people. And he's like, I get that, but just be aware of like what comes with that. Right. Yeah. It's like, why you help them. Yeah. And so, and after listening to him and like going through that, it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to deal with that. If I, if like, that's not going to let me do this. Right. And so like I transitioned and it's like, I'm not, (laughs) didn't go to med school. Right. I took all the classes. Can, you know, biochem, physiology, like all the classes. I was one class away from like qualifying to take the MCAT. And I was like, nope, that's not going to be for me. Right. And it's like, so I went a different direction. And I your parents deal with that. Like, yeah, I was <laughs> one away and I talked to this guy and I don't think that's what I want to do anymore. Um, it, it was, it was a little rough for my parents. Um, they, they always knew that I had this like entrepreneurial, like, you know, I want to make a lot of money work for myself kind of thing. Um, ever since I was little and they supported me kind of not like against it, but not like for rah, rah, I'm a sideline cheerleader type. Um, and they supported me because I was going to school and college and they're, I think in the back of their mind, they're always like, well, if that doesn't work out, like at least he's got his degree, he can go do something. Right. Um, but when, even after I graduated and then we, you know, start working for ourselves full time. For the first couple of years, my my mom was a little weary, um, but now she is in full support because she's like, 
you did what I didn't think. Yeah, she's like, you're doing it. You did what I think, what I didn't think you could do. You're doing the thing that scares me the most, right? Like being an entrepreneur and working for herself, like she could never do it. Oh, this Um, is okay. Yeah, let's go there. Okay. Because, okay, now we're parents and we understand the weight of our words towards our kids. So to hear your mom say, you're doing something that I never thought you would do. What does that make you just off the rip? You're like, are you the type that's like, dang, mom, you ain't believing me? Or like, I always knew I had it. No, um, I don't. I don't feel like she didn't believe in me. I felt like it came from her her background and like the era that she grew up in, right? Like she, baby boomer, like all of them are like, you know, have a better life than your parents, go to school, go to the, you know, get a corporate job. Like it's it not that she didn't believe in me. It's that she just didn't believe in like being a, a business owner and entrepreneur herself, like as a whole is, yeah. is something that a lot of people could accomplish. Right. So mm-hmm. I never took it as like something against me personally. I took it as, against the industry and like doing that as a whole. And that's how I've always interpreted it. And I think that's crazy because to your point, like in your case, it went the healthy direction, right? It's like, uh, I don't take it mm-hmm. personal. I'm going to do what I do. Versus yeah. I think some of us could have taken that easily. Like, dang, my mom didn't believe me. Then let me try to work extra hard. Then we try to overcompensate in all these areas. Um, but I think that's really good how you were able to separate like, Hey, based on where she came from and her background, it wouldn't have been possible for her to conceive that we could live like this until now. Like, right. like you said, this is what we do all the time. This is the norm. Right. And I mean, you have to look at like all of her friends and all of her connections, um, you know, of her era. Like they all had very structured corporate jobs and, yeah. you know, all went that like work 40 hours a week, get a pension, work on your retirement. And grab, she's like, her and her and my uh, stepfather like are very well they retire and like do all the things they want to do so it's again it's not like that doesn't work it does work it just everybody's slightly different and it's like what works for you and like what you want to do your personality and it's like i just would feel suffocated having to clock in and clock out and yeah you know do that thing where i probably work more hours now than my mom did like there's weeks i've 60 70 hours a week because it's like it's just it is what it is and projects come up and like you have to do it right but but i get to choose when and where right like i can choose that i can work until midnight but i'm taking a six hour break to like go do stuff with my family and like do it right so like yeah. there's trade-offs and i don't believe that she knew anybody that had done what we're currently doing until like my yeah. generation like her kids started getting older now I know yeah. she knows numerous people that are around my age, like who run our own businesses and do our own thing. And like now it's like a, a more common thing. And she's like, you're doing awesome. Like keep doing what you're doing. And there's times I'm like, mom, my biggest client just left. And she's like, you got it. You can do it. Just do what you do. Go do like deliver what you say you're going to do. And somebody will come. And like now she's all for it and encouraging. So how does yeah. that feel like? You're doing what you know that that keeps you true within yourself and to have that support of now, in this case, an older parent, like you're adult, you know, it's not like you're like your kid where you're nine and it could just tear your heart up if she did or didn't. But how does that, how do you, you said you go to her for advice or just to talk or 
keep her in the loop. Like, how does that empower you or make you feel just on a normal basis? Because I know at least with me, like I do the same thing sometimes like with my mom and I'm like, mom, I feel like I did everything right. And she's just like, well, it's all right. You you ain't seasons. You know, you're going to be with some people for a season. You know, have your moment. And I'm just like, you know what? Mom, that made, I don't know why I didn't come to that conclusion before you said that. Right. But yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's helpful. And it's, I mean, the more times you can always have people encouraging you, whether it be friends, family, you know, parents, grandparents, whatever. Um, yeah. It always helps. Um, but yeah, it's just, it, it is, it is beneficial, but I don't want to say like, if you don't have parents that are like encouraging you and supporting you, that it's like the end all be all. I understand yeah. it's going to be more challenging. I get it. Like, again, my parents didn't support me for a while. And again, they weren't anti. They just weren't yeah. hey, all in on it, right? So yeah. I get it. But it it is definitely helpful to have somebody helping you and encouraging you. And if you don't have that, finding an entrepreneurial group, you know, like a local meetup where people mm-hmm. who are running their own businesses that you can like lean on and, and support you know, like we have numerous friends that are entrepreneurs and run their own business. And, you know, they go through tough times, they lean on us, we go through tough times, we lean on them. And it's not family, but it's friends and connections that that are doing that too. So I think you can find it anywhere. Um, you just, you know, got to look and, okay, and be so open to it. That's a perfect segue into the next question. So now that you've been doing this since essentially 2012, 2013, like, what would you say are maybe two or three practices or things that you do that contribute to your success in the business? Like some people, like for me, I got to go to the gym, right? Like I, I need that time to just get all that negativity or whatever out my body. And it just helps me to get refocused, build that mental toughness. What would you say would be like maybe just two or three things that you feel like if I don't do this, I would not be where I am? Um, I would say... Let's see, probably three things. One is is physical, like fitness, like take care of yourself. Um, yeah. My bachelor's degree is exercise science, so bachelor's of science in exercise science. Um, I work out every morning. Like that, for some of you, like that's my stress relief, right? Like that's how I go and I clear my head. And like, I, you know, if I'm pissed off, it's like, you know, go throw some weights around and like let that stress out, right? Like yeah. maybe yours is hiking or like, you know, I don't know, something physical just to not only take care of your body, but take care of your mind and just some kind of release. And I say that in a way of do something for yourself too, right? Like don't always think like you have to do something with your wife or your spouse, you know, husband or kids. Like I go to the gym by myself because I need that. I'm a, I'm a huge introvert. Um, may not come across that way, but I'm a huge introvert. I'm very shy. So like, being alone is how I recharge my batteries and exercise is how I recharge my batteries. So whatever that is for you, like figure out something that recharges your batteries. Um, second is, and again, this is very opposite of an introvert. And I've only realized this since actually joining, uh, you know, the uh, committed uh, mastermind group and TCS is your network and connecting and connections. Um, Prior to that, I was very, like, I'm not going to those groups, nothing to share. Like, nobody wants to hear my story. 
I don't want to hear what like other people are doing. They can't help me because this is my thing. And like, nobody is going through the same thing I'm going through. Yeah. But ever since joining that group, I don't know, two years ago or a year and however long it's been now, it's, you know, been quite a while. Um, those connections and those referrals and those, um, you know, relationships I've built have at times, you know, either brought me really great business in financial gains or just in business advice as like, Hey, this is what's working for us. And then thinking like, okay, how can I take that and apply it to what I'm doing? Right. Like Karen and JC have helped me tremendously in so many ways. And, um, you know, I'm super appreciative of everything that they have done to help me, um, and our family putting on the TCS event, building just the friendship between us and them and, the, and their family. Um, and then third, um, would say just following through and delivering with whatever service or product or whatever it is you do, right? Like setting those expectations with your clients and then delivering on what you're going to say or like what you said you were going to do. Um, so many times I've had, you know, demo calls where clients are considering hiring us and, you know, they've hired 15 other agencies before us. Right. And it's like, well, you're telling me the same thing that they told me. It's like, I understand. I get it. Um, but here, let me send you, a, you know, like, let me connect you with two or three of my past clients. And like, they can, you know, explain to you without me being on the phone or on the email, like what it is or what it's like to like work with us. Like we will deliver on what we say we're going to do and we will make it right. If we do screw up, because by all means I've made mistakes before, but like, let me, <laughs> let me right. make it right. Yeah. Like it's going to happen. Um, but like just delivering on what you say you're going to do. And I think those three things have, have really, and they still to this day continue. Like I still go to the gym every day. Um, I try to go to as many now conferences and networking and masterminds as I possibly can. And every day we're trying to deliver on our service and just make it better and more convenient and better for, you know, like our clients as well. That's what's up. Okay. So now, that's the practices you pick. But now what has all this time? I mean, you've literally ran or helped run multiple six figure and seven figure businesses. What do you think being a business owner has taught you about yourself? You know, because I know at least for me, like I'm like, man, I didn't know I could do fill in the blank. or I didn't know that I had the ability to break it down to that man. I thought that's what everybody did. So like, what have you learned about yourself? Um, in regards to being a business owner that, you know, you think could be a beneficial lesson for somebody else that's listening? Um, that, that there are so, so many ways to make money and to do things. I've, and I've chatted with so many people and I've seen so many things on, and again, I'm going to reference like social media, like so many companies, random business ideas that I'm like, how did they ever think to like do that? Like on TikTok and Instagram and like you're seeing them sell products and services. There are so many opportunities out there that you just have to be open to it. And if you're looking for it, it'll show up. Um, back in the day, I was, uh, like, okay, this is, this is what I'm going to do is to do social media marketing. Like that was my quick transition from like doing what I was doing for our in 
for like our brick and mortars mm-hmm. with social media. And so it's like, okay, well, I'm going to quickly transition and I'll just do social media marketing for other local businesses, right? It lasted a month and I was like, I don't like doing this for other people. I don't mind doing it for ourselves, but I don't like doing this for other people. Right. And that's where it's like, I went into like, well, I loved building funnels, right? Like when I was building like our offers and our websites and our funnels for us internally, I was like, I really like that. And so I quickly transitioned to like funnel and website design. And then I continue to do that to the to this day because I just enjoy it so much. Um, but then it moved into, well, now I can do like marketing strategy, which is probably like my second favorite thing to do is marketing strategy and, you know, funnel design. And then it was into like, automations and like now a lot of our clients have their white labeled versions of high level and we're their support for them as an agency not for their clients or like their customers or users but for like them internally right and so we're like we're helping them set up you know their white labels and doing their internal like funnel automations and, and email automations and, and business automations and it's like every couple of you know six months or a year or whatever it is it's like transition it's like oh i didn't even think this was a possibility and it's like now this is a new service and now these new clients coming on wanting that service and it's just being open to ideas and opportunities and looking for those opportunities and something will you know come to light and it's like okay that's that's what i want to do or like that's what i want to do right now right you may not do it forever but like you want to do that right now yeah and it sounds like even to take that one step further like you're not scared to switch either. Like I know, see, and I'm kind of the opposite. Like if I'm a commit, we commit. That's it. We ride or die versus I think as a business owner, that is so key to your continued growth and your continued evolution as a person and owner that like, hey, it's okay if I was doing this for two years and I no longer want to offer this service or I no longer want to do this one thing just because either it doesn't fit with who I am right now or I think I can do it better than I was doing this. I need to modify. So I think that's great uh, self-awareness to be willing to even try to do that. Yeah. And I think one of the things now that you, you mentioned that, that comes to light of like what I've learned about myself is that I didn't realize how I guess blind to like risk and change that I am. Right. Like growing up, it's like you hear so many people of like, they stay in the one job or one career for so many years because they don't want to change because they're going to lose their pension or retirement, like whatever it is. Right. Right. And in the beginning, it's like, I don't want to do that because like what happens if it doesn't work? Right. And over the course of the years, like I've had plenty of failures. I've tried a few things, even during like, while we're, I'm still running my agency, like we've tried adding other services, right. And you'd have a client here to do it. And it's like, okay, that's not working. We're not going to continue doing that because that, that was a total failure. But, you know, I'm obviously as like a business owner, you don't jump on everything, right? Like that's yeah. kind of going without saying. But when things come up, it's like, how how can we implement that? And if we can implement that, does that move us in the direction as a company, as a team, and as a family, like us personally, because again, we're combining kind of all that does that move us in the direction we want to go? Right. And like, that's kind of my filter question is does doing this move us in the direction we want to go either faster or more efficiently? Right. 
sometimes more efficiently, it takes longer, but yes. towards the end, it's like, you know, you've either reduced the amount of hours you're working or you've, you know, taken on less clients, but now you can charge more. Like there's a lot of things that kind of go into that, but yeah. really it's like, does this move us in the direction we want to go? And you know, what's that investment either financially or time-wise? And if I can answer those questions, okay, let's give it a shot. We got three months. If it works, it works. If it doesn't scratch it. Right. So, yeah. And I think that's a great question to add too. I hope y'all catching all this stuff he's saying, like he's saying it's so smooth, you know what I'm saying? But like, I, I guess I, I, I think I do it that way. But like you said, like, how does this serve the, the, the family personally? Right. And this is a, a big conversation we have. I literally just had it with all of our clients last week about, okay, how does this serve you or help you get to your goal? Because if it doesn't do that, then we're just doing something just for the namesake of doing it, right? Versus, hey, if your long-term goal is to cut off work at six so you can spend more family time, well, you could offer this service, but unless it's either super profitable or you're about to bring on somebody else to go with it, is that going to really get you there? And you'll be amazed at, at least for our clients, they're like, man, I never thought about it like that. I just thought I just had to, or right. I committed to it. Therefore, and I'm just like, no, not when you the owner, you yeah. know? So I think that's super important that you're able to realize that and continuously keep that at the forefront too. Yep. Yeah. I, I got a good question for you and we'll, we'll wrap up with this one. This is a, a popular question that everybody loves for whatever reason. So, all right. You big Reno now. If you could go back to high school or college Reno, what do you tell them? Like you go back 18 or 22, 23 year old and you would say, hey, young Reno. Um, start. Just get started. And whatever, whatever that is. Um, if it's in starting your own business in whatever industry, like if you're going to do a brick and mortar, like figure out when you get started. A lot of times that's, you want to be a plumber, like go apprentice a plumber, start learning what that is. Um, if you want to be, you know, in the beauty industry, like my wife, like go take education courses on like whatever that technique, right? Like if you want to learn microblading or extensions or whatever that is, extensions, like go learn, like get started. Um, and don't be afraid, especially when you're in high school and college, like you're going to fail. You have so many years to recover. Like, yeah. you know, depending on in Utah, a lot of college kids are already married and working on a family. Like that's just the culture around here. I know other areas are different. So, but typically in college, like you don't have a, a wife or a husband, you don't have kids yet. You know, you don't have the mortgage payment. You don't have the the multiple car payments or even the single car payment, right? Like if you fail, which you will, like you can recover because you have plenty of time to recover. So take that risk, like do it, just get started and whatever happens, happens and, we, and you'll make it and you'll work through it. Well, I feel like that's a great close statement. All right. So we have come to the end. So now this is your time. So if people want to work with you, they're like, man, this dude's cool. I like his values, what he stands for. How can they get in touch with you, um, whether that's email or whatever you want to say, and give us something so that we they can get in touch with you? Yeah. Um, two, two ways you can reach out. Um, 
email. So reno at workshq.co and it's works with an X. So W-O-R-X-H-Q.co. Um, sure. More on Facebook, um, Facebook Messenger, Facebook, um, either way. Um, just, you know, look me up on Facebook. I'm pretty sure I'm the only Reno Pace. Uh, it's a pretty unique name that stands out. And uh, just reach out, message me there. If they are what kind of client, though? Like what specific industry or? Um, so really two kind of clients that we focus on. Um, one, are course creators, online course creator, creators, educators. Um, doesn't matter your industry, but you're just wanting to create courses online and sell them. Um, that's kind of one of our client bases. And then second is like local small business, like brick and mortar. Um, I'm not niche specific um, in the clients and brick and mortars that we serve. Um, we have a very kind of extensive uh, process on what we do with our clients that works, whether you're a hairstylist or a plumber or a reefer, um, we can adjust them to all those. So, yeah. All right, cool. Well, y'all heard it here. That's how you get in touch with them. So basically, if you need a course and you need some guidance, you already know who to go to. If you got a brick and mortar, you need help getting people in your store. You already heard. He told you his wife did it. And then she made him redo the company and then he did it. So they know what they're doing. They've been doing it for years um, and they're doing it at a, with a spirit of excellence. So guys, Reno, first off, thank you for coming, man. Thank you for taking this yeah. hour of your day to come. Just drop us with just family business, how you're balancing it, how you're incorporating them. Um, and I appreciate you for coming. I, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. This was, this was awesome. And I enjoyed, you know, sharing and getting to know you and chat with you as well. All right. Well, y'all, this is another episode of Legacy's Journey. So as always, we're trying to bring y'all some of the best people. We don't want the people that made a billion. We want the people that do right, not only by their clients, but by their family. So it's our goal to just continue to bring you guys good people um, that you can relate to, understand, and maybe even take some of those things that they're doing with their family or with their spouses and incorporate that into what you do so that you can continue to evolve, adapt, and be a better business owner just person in general. So until the next time, everybody stay safe. We appreciate y'all. Make sure you share this episode with somebody who you think needs to hear it. We'll check y'all out later. Peace. If I hit stop. All right. Cool. Uh, I think you just got to leave it open.